the heart of Sharjah. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. And welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Today we are talking a couple of very big events in arts and culture. From 11am, you'll be meeting the first Emirati to become a professional artist. Abdul Qadir Reyes is a giant of Arab art. He's a master of colour and light with a passion for merging the traditional and the contemporary. He took me inside his incredible studio and took me through his astounding body of work spanning more than 50 years of paintings. I spoke to Abdul Qadir uh, as his first international retrospective is now on show at the Institut du Monde Arabe in Paris as part of the French Emirati Cultural Dialogue Programme for 2018. He tells me who his biggest inspirations are, what made him come back to painting after a 12-year break, and how discovering abstract art transformed his work. That's coming up from 11 a.m. And, of course, last night was the opening ceremony of the 6th Sharjah International Children's Film Festival. And I'll be speaking to one of the guests of honour, celebrated Emirati film director Abdullah Al-Kabi, who had dreams of becoming a filmmaker long before there was an Emirati film industry or film festivals to speak of. He's now creating some of the most groundbreaking films today. He'll be sharing his thoughts on the festival and his story in the film world. That's coming up next on Life Beats with me, Sally Musa, on Pulse 95. The Heart of Sharjah. The Heart. The Heart of Sharjah. Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. 95. It's Life Beats on Pulse 95. We are looking at the opening of the 6th Sharjah International Children's Film Festival, which happened last night. It kicked off in the presence of His Highness Dr. Sheikh Sultan bin Mohammed Al Qasimi, Supreme Council Member and Ruler of Sharjah, and honorees of the opening ceremony were 14-year-old Indian-American actor Neil Sethi, who plays Mowgli in The Jungle Book, Bahraini actress Haifa Hussain, and Emirati director Abdullah Al-Kabi. He was amongst those who was recognized for their contributions to cinema. I am so pleased to say that we are joined live now by Abdullah Al-Kabi. Ahlan wa sahlan, Abdullah. Thank you for having me. It's brilliant to have you with us this morning on Life Beats. Now tell me, how was it last night? Oh, it was fantastic. Um, you know, um, Children's Festival always has that energy of, uh, of, of children. And it was uh, exciting because you're seeing art created by children. And um, I think there's nothing more beautiful than, than a, a manifestation of art from a child. So it was, it was really beautiful last night. And this is, of course, the, the sixth um, Sharjah International Children's Film Festival. Uh, I believe you've been a, a jury member uh, in the past. Have you not? Yes, I have. I have, actually. Uh, on the fifth edition, I was part of the shorts film uh, uh, jury members. So I had to watch um, 12 short films done by uh, children from the age of, uh, I believe, nine till... 13 or 14, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it was a lesson in life, to be very honest with you, because um, 
you but, see a child's perspective yeah. uh, of the world and it's uh, innocent, it's pure. Most of the themes that I saw were love, peace, uh, family, uh, trying to bring people together. It was lovely. I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Is it really difficult when you've got to choose, you know, bet- between kids? That can be really difficult because, you know, as, as a, a young filmmaker, maybe it's your first time trying to make something um, and to have it judged. But, you know, what is that like, you know, for young people to have their work judged? Is it difficult for you as a judge? Um, are you afraid of, uh, you know, breaking hearts? Or do you see it like, like a, you know, something of a, of a building, character building experience uh, for those young filmmakers? First thing first, you know, um, to me, they're all winners. Uh, for one, uh, for one good reason, which is, the fact that you have a child here who came up with an idea, who um, uh, brought his uh, friends together, who did a crew together, they shot a film uh, and they created uh, art together, they edited it together. And um, you have a child who has gone through the whole process of making a film. Mm -hmm. And um, that's an achievement by itself. So for me, I was already bewildered by by, by all of the, the films that I saw, uh, of course, then you have to choose one. Uh, it doesn't mean uh, in the end the other ones were not as good, but uh, this is how it is, you know. Uh, it was difficult to choose in the end, to be very honest with you. Of course. Now, you are known for your latest film that you released, Only Men Go to the Grave, which I want to talk to you about uh, in just a moment. But, uh, you know, leading off from the Children's Festival... Where did it start off for you? Were you a film lover uh, when you were young? Where did this passion come from? Um, yesterday I was on stage and I had to give a speech during the opening. And um, uh, I, took it, uh, I took the occasion of, of being at a film festival for children to talk about my, uh, my experience and how it all started for me in, in, in the film uh, loving uh, world that uh, I made a life of. So um, I remembered when I was a kid in Fujera as a child, we lived in, in, in this beautiful coastal town that was quite quiet and um, uh, there was not much entertainment but uh, a VHS rental store. Uh, <laughs> yes, we all remember those. <laughs> the video store, the good old the video, video store. store. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, we had membership, so you paid five dirhams a month you get to watch unlimited amount of films. Um, there wasn't much selection, so you end up watching some movies twice or three times. <laughs> but, uh, but it was mostly Bollywood films. And uh, I knew back then that there's something more to these films than just entertainment. Um, uh, this explosion of color and explosion of life that you see unfold in front of you and on the screen uh, meant more. Uh, and that's when I decided to... to be part of this. I didn't even know what it was to make a film. I thought wow. it was just to create a, a cassette and the cassette would just magically make a film. <laughs> um, but um, I made a, I made the decision back then, I remember. Did you have like one of those, um, you know, the humongous video cameras that, uh, you know, that we used to have back in the day to, to shoot did. any kind of film? We did. We did actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did and I used to break them up and, and, and tear them apart and start 
cutting the tape and editing and taping it uh, and sticking it <laughs> back again and oh then ruining gosh. the video player. And, uh, <laughs> How old were you at that time? <sighs> Must have been maybe eight. Wow. And now, now look at you, uh, creating some award-winning films, which is really incredible. Um, I want to come back in, in just a moment, Abdullah, and talk to you about uh, how you started off. Because when you started off, uh, there were no Emirati film festivals. <clears throat> Excuse me. No Emirati film festivals. Uh, there, there was no Emirati film industry to speak of. Uh, so you were pretty much drawing on your passion so uh, stay with me abdullah i want to come back and delve more into your story and more into your award-winning film only men go to the grave this is sally musa on life beats on pulse 95 the heart of sharjah pulse 95. keeping it local all day every day life beats life beats with sally musa only on pulse 95. 95. Yes, it's Life Beats with me, Sally Musa, and I'm speaking to Abdullah al Kavi, a celebrated Emirati filmmaker, all about his journey. He was uh, honoured last night at the Sharjah International Children's Film Festival uh, for his work in cinema. Abdullah, you know, from breaking your first video camera, as it were, to make that VHS, um, take me through, like, what happened after that? What were kind of some of your favourite films that really stood out and how did you start out in film when there was no film industry, there were no film festivals? It wasn't like it is today. Um, I, it was really, there wasn't like a distinct moment when I really felt I started in cinema because I was really fascinated with it since I was a kid. Uh, you know, my room was full of just cassettes never ending and uh, every time I would go with my parents somewhere I would always buy films always mm -hmm. my brothers would be buying to toys and all of that did you have a so fa favorite film or um, you know like did you have posters on your wall like we did when we were younger of our favorite film stars yes I did actually yes <laughs> I would steal them from the VHS rental store. tell me tell me who <laughs> did you have on your wall uh, who did I have in my wall I think I had remember very much. I loved horror movies growing up. Oh, wow. So probably maybe Scream or... I, <laughs> I, I, I did have Scream. I would, I'm not sure if it was the first. But I was always lo in love with horror movies. Mm. Yeah, that's something I, I loved growing up. Um, but I, I made... Um, I used to make films with... Uh, we had a camcorder in the house. Um, I grew up with... Um, in a big household. We are... Uh, Six, uh, I have six siblings. We're all almost the same uh, age, three-year interval gaps. So I always had the crew. I always had the actors. I always had everyone in the house. <laughs> it was so ready. <laughs> it was, yeah. So uh, it was always a big party in our house. And, and um, uh, with the camcorder, so we used to act out and do also theater plays and all of that. So um, I wish we had a children's film festival back then. Mm. But... Um, but that's what I want to encourage the kids today, is to uh, make use of all of these um, fantastic cultural initiatives because, mm. because they're there really to, uh, to improve, to bring out your talent and, uh, in a way that's uh, healthy and in a way that's uh, under the supervision of, uh, of, of, uh, of, um, of talented filmmakers. Yeah. So... I'm very happy to, to, 
to hear that we have a sixth edition of a film festival here in the UAE. Abdullah, for you, you actually went to France to study. Uh, tell us more about that and how that shaped you. Yes, I did my uh, master's degree in uh, in Paris. Um, I've all, and then when I started to grow up, uh, I, I I started to watch mostly foreign films. Uh, European films is really my favorite kind of mm. cinema. So I've always um, I, I worked in Dubai TV as a presenter for almost four years um, while I was in in Sharjah at the AOS American University of Sharjah. And then when I was done with uh, with AOS, I decided to to pursue uh, film film studies. And France is known for for the, the cinema industry over there. It's not an industry, really. It's a way of life. Mm. Uh, you know, going to a cinema is a, is a, is lifestyle more than just uh, entertainment. So. There's much to learn uh, about cinema in France, and uh, just the sheer presence of you being in Paris uh, uh, is more than enough for you. What to... was like? What was that like when you, you know, first went to France, first went to Paris, and and you experienced something completely new? It was um, it was beautiful because you get to something that you've loved all your life, mm. which is uh, cinema and films. Um, you get to see it uh, appreciated and uh, considered as as as, as uh, a form of uh, of art and culture, and um, that's not really the case uh, mostly here in the Middle East. And um, that was to me one of the most uh, uh, important, uh, mo- most striking things I felt when I first arrived in. in it. In France. Tell me about the mentors that you met and, and the films you made. So I was in, um, I had uh, mentors uh, from really around the world. We had a Dominican professor. We had um, sometimes uh, big directors like Luc Besson, mm. uh, who did uh, The Professional and all of the, the Big Blue and all of this. He would sometimes lecture us in our school. Um, I was uh, interning a lot uh, at that uh, stage of my life, um, and then I wrote my first film, uh, The Philosopher, and, um, and then I worked with the famed French actor Jean Reno, who's, uh, who's one of the biggest French actors uh, also in Europe, too. He's got the, the, one of the most striking faces in cinema, doesn't he? He's, he's yes, amazing. Absolutely. And his voice, too, is very... Yeah. It's a very commanding voice. What was that really like, lovely. working with him? Fantastic. You know, I was, a, uh, I was a student breaking out into the industry and uh, to have a big star like Jean Reno um, uh, come on board and give his support uh, to young talent just shows you how much... In France, they appreciate talent mm. and how much they appreciate uh, um, artistry. So, so that was that was one of the most rec- remarkable moments, and I always thank him every time I'm in contact with him. I would let him know that thanks to him, I, I really was able to break into the industry uh, in a way and make a voice for myself.
It is a fantastic way to break into the industry. Next, uh, Abdullah, I want to explore with you the film that you made, the award-winning film, Only Men Go to the Grave. It was uh, shown at the Dubai International Film Festival. It was award-winning there in the Mohar category. Uh, And uh, that is something we're going to be discussing next, a brilliant film, one that I have seen myself and loved myself as well. It is Life Beats with me, Sally Musa, on Pulse95. Stay tuned. This is Pulse 95. The heart of Sharjah. With a story to tell. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Welcome back to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. I'm talking to celebrated Emirati filmmaker Abdullah Al-Gabi, uh, particularly as he was honoured last night at the opening of the 6th Sharjah International Children's Film Festival. Abdullah, you had quite a journey. Um, we've just been talking about the you uh, studying in France and then making your first uh, film there uh, as well, um, uh, your mentors there, and then you came back to the UAE. Um, and you were making films here. Uh, tell us a bit more about that. Um, my first um, idea that I had in mind was was uh, to create a film that opens dialogue between people mm. and a film that can um, be opened up or watched uh, in a household, the whole family, and they can watch this movie and they can have a healthy conversation about some taboo subjects that usually are not... Uh, discussed or or or, um, or that are people think they don't even exist but um, this is what we, we we did with this movie and this is what I wanted to do only men go to the grave was a, a long journey of mine that took me almost five five years to write five uh, years to write the film yes five years to from ID development all the way down to Saying action on the first day wow. of shoot. That was five years. I mean, we forget sometimes that filmmaking is such an arduous process. It takes, Absolutely. It Absolutely. takes time. Absolutely. A 90 minutes of a film that you would watch would sometimes uh, mean five years of a filmmaker's life. Uh, that's why uh, I call for upon people to appreciate films as a form of art and not just entertainment because... Because of, uh, of of that, and and uh, we did the movie, and it uh, it was screened at the Dubai Film Festival. And it's interesting because th- this is a movie that you set um, in Iraq. In fact, um, it was straight after the Iraq Iran uh, war in the na- in 1998. Um, uh, being Iraqi myself, I recognized the accent when when I was watching it. Uh, it's a surprising movie. Um, it is a movie that uh, kind of surprises you at every twist and turn. Uh, like you say, it, it discusses things that are not normally discussed, uh, but it does it in such an artful, graceful, and very subtle way. Thank you, because that's the only way. <laughs> Tell us about writing that. Like, how how do you manage? Um, you know, how how did you develop that way of writing? Um, for, for those who haven't seen it, I urge you to go and see it because it's a beautiful, beautiful film. Um, but how did you kind of develop that writing style, uh, even, you know, your direction style 
um, the way that you say so much without saying anything at all. Just for the listeners, it's going to be actually uh, running on Emirates Airlines. Oh, wonderful. Uh, I believe it's the last month now. And then from next month, it's going to be on uh, Shahid platform, part of NBC. Oh, fantastic. So for those who want to watch it. Yes. Um, you know, when you make a film, you make a film to be... Uh, you make a film in the hopes that it would get watched and not just a film for yourself. Mm. So when I was going through that whole process of making this movie, uh, I was always uh, grounded by the idea that this movie has to get watched, this movie has to get screened, this movie has to win a prize, this movie has to go... uh, uh, into the cinemas, and it's this, going to be on the TV. This was really in your head the whole time when you yes, were writing well, it. That's because uh, I have to honor all the people who who, who worked on this wow. film, uh, who gave their time and energy and and, and soul into making uh, this uh, body of work. So that was uh, that's always a filmmaker's uh, uh, responsibility, I believe, when he makes a film. It's not just his own movie. It's the movie of all the people that were involved in it, from beginning all the way to the end. It's uh, the, the the beauty of movies and films is that it 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 brings people in many different stages all together to make one body of work. And uh, many directors uh, believe that it's just their work, mm. and they are the ones who are. Um, who are reaping all the success of a movie or the failure of a movie. But that's not the case, really. The success of a movie is the success of everyone who was involved in it. Because, um, because um, as I said, it's, it's, um, it's a group uh, people bringing it's together incredible. form of art. Yes. It's incredible. And, you know, like you say, uh, when we watch the movie, we forget how many people are behind the scenes creating this and making something uh, that is really going to move us, make us forget that this is a fictional story, uh, that there are actors on the screen. You feel like, um, and that is, you know, the testament to a, to a great film. When you feel invested in the story, when you really care about what's going on, because you feel like the people in front of you are real and the relationships are real and suddenly you're connected with it. Absolutely. Um, the film has taken me to many great places, even during the production uh, of it. We shot it in Iran, in the south, uh, south of Iran. And um, the, that was an experience by itself, because I got to work with uh, film crews that were um, film, uh, film lovers, mm-hmm. and not just uh, technicians or... or, or just any other person working a job. Not Those, really. It was yeah. usually I was working around people who were in love with film and who appreciated every single aspect of it. Those and who had the same passion. Was in it, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what where it started for you. It was about your passion. You didn't have the experience, but you just went for it. Um, and it's just it's it's uh, inspiring and wonderful to work with people like that, isn't it? Absolutely. And then the beginning of it also. I was in Spain. But I wrote this movie, and that took me also into a journey of, of, uh, of uh, Spanish cinema and to be acquainted with uh, uh, people in the Spanish industry. And, um, and then also the movie toured a lot uh, afterwards. 
and it's just fantastic to be really part of the process of the whole thing. Where has the afterlife it? Afterlife of a movie is uh, yeah is, is really the most beautiful, uh, amazing. Thing where I can wish for. yeah, where has it toured? Um, where it's you know brought some really surprising reactions, where it's really surprised the audience. Well, I've been to Algeria with this movie. That was quite memorable. Mm. Um, next week, no, next, in two weeks, I believe, we have a screening in Berlin, um, part of an art, uh, art foundation in, in Berlin that's going to be hosting a screening of this movie. And I, I love uh, the, the, the route that this film is taking because not only is it... Um, uh, taking under the, 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 the umbrellas of film festivals only or film industry kind of arenas, but also it's been uh, uh, taken in by the uh, art world too. So mm. I'm so glad that I, I've, I've had a few screenings now in art foundations around the world, and uh, that just makes me so happy because because... It gets the, the work appreciated of course. in a different sense, in a different form, and it just makes it happy and makes it worthwhile. Abdullah, stay with me, because uh, coming up next, I want to ask you uh, more about what the film industry here in the UAE needs to really thrive and to just go to the next level, uh, and your advice for young filmmakers. That's coming up on Life Beats here with me, Sally Musa, on Pulse95. The Heart of Sharjah. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa hey. only on Pulse 95. Yes, we are back uh, on Life Beats with me, Sally Musa on Pulse 95. Talking to Abdullah Kabi, and uh, he is the famed Emirati filmmaker. All about his story, uh, getting into films, making some award-winning films, including uh, Only Men Go to the Grave. Um, Abdullah, something I want to ask you about, because you really started when there was nothing. Um, how do we take Emirati film, the Emirati film industry now, to the next level? What does it really need to thrive? First thing first is we have to appreciate films and cinema. We have to stop looking at films as a form of entertainment only. Films are much more than, than that. Films are culture. Mm-hmm. And I think once we cross that threshold of understanding that films uh, are much more uh, than that, I think that's going to be a big step ahead for us in the industry. Uh, I wouldn't even call it industry movement in the UAE right. of, of, of cinema. Um, so so that's, that's very important. And, and I wish that we can get more variety shown I, I, I call upon all of this, the distributors here to show more variety of movies from across the world and not just one kind of mainstream, safe uh, uh, movies that we watch usually in the cinemas. I hardly go to the cinemas here because of that. We um, need more diversity in what's on the screen. We need more diversity. We need more cinema aqils. We need more yes. uh, art house. We need more... Um, support for all of these initiatives because we live in a country that's very diverse. Uh, 
Mm. And also cinema has to reflect upon that diversity. Um, I'm saddened this year that the Wifen Festival is no longer there. Um, breaks my heart and breaks all my, my, my fellow filmmaker friends who also are lost and they don't know what to do now. Mm. We've all got projects in the pipeline that usually we use the Dubai Film Festival as a platform to move forward with it. And um, I just uh, wish by, by next year the, the film festival is going to be back and stronger and, 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 and offering much more um, than what used to be. We definitely hope so. But for you, uh, for the young filmmakers, you know, who are thinking about it, who are wanting to start working now, What's your advice to them? You know, to, then to, to see the, the, the Children's Film Festival come along, that's, that's a, a, a fresh air for us. Yes. H- hope, you know, because it really starts with the kids in, in, in the end uh, to, to, for their talents. Um, what advice do I have for the kids? It's pretty simple. Use your phones, you know. Today, a phone can make a movie as good as any other uh, studio film. Um, I've seen a movie recently that was a mainstream Hollywood movie, actually, that was shot completely on an iPhone. Wow. And it was a fantastic movie. Which film was that? I wouldn't remember the name. (laughs) I believe it's called Unknown. Yes, yes. Is it Unknown? Yeah, it was a horror movie. Um, it's just, it's amazing. You're so right. I mean, this is not something, you know, going back to the VHS days, we certainly didn't have phones uh, that yeah. we could just grab, you know, footage with at any time. You could edit it. You could, you know, add uh, all kinds of sound to it. You manipulate it in all kinds of ways. It's incredible. Absolutely. I think it's the future. Um, what... Um the mobile phones that we have today and all of the technologies of, of, of the camera on it, it's, it's, I think it's going to lead. Already we've got the digital revolution happening in the industry, which happened uh, 10 years ago. Mm. And no one believed that uh, people would be uh, giving up uh, shooting on film to move uh, to move to digital. But now if you say to someone, I want to shoot a movie in film, that's really part of a niche. So... Right, exactly. So it's an ever-changing um, industry. So with the kids, they have to be always uh, ahead of the game. So I really, really encourage all of the children out there to use their phones and make films. You Just know? go for doesn't, it. doesn't stop at the, uh, at the craft of it, of course. You must have passion to tell a story, to inspire people, to bring people together and bridge cultures. But... If it comes to the production element of it, there is no excuse, really. You've got your phone, and it's better than any other camera yeah. from at least the late 90s. Yeah. So, Who was it that said, uh, there's a great saying, uh, the best camera mm-hmm. is the one that you've got on you. So yes. you've, you've got an amazing you camera said inside that. your Musa phone. Said that. <laughs> no, somebody else did. I can't take credit. But it's so true. I mean, they can just go for it, which is amazing. So definitely go for it. There is the Sharjah International Children's Film uh, Festival. Uh, now, Abdullah Kavi, what is next for you? Well, right now, I'm, um, I've set up a production company in Dubai called Elbuma Films. Mm. And we're in, um, 
Emirati boutique production houses, and we we uh, we offer services of shooting commercials and and short films, branded short films, basically to make work that has more than just the beautiful visuals, but also a story. Can you reveal what films you're working on next, or tease us at least? Absolutely, I'm working on my next feature film. So um, that's going to be a romantic love story. Um, that's um, also going to keep um, uh, expanding minds and opening dialogues between uh, different segments of society. So that's something I aspire to do in my next movie. Amazing. When is that due for release? Oh, that's a big question. Now, right now, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in the process of getting the script together. So that's going to take a bit of a while, but then hopefully not as long. So Fantastic. The first movie, of course. We cannot wait. Abdullah Al-Kabi, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you this morning on Life Beats. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sally, so much. And I, I really hope that the festival becomes successful from year to year and all of these children that we see at the Sharjah Children's Film Festival uh, grow up to become big directors that we are all proud of. With your support, I have no doubt that that is definitely going to happen. Uh, Abdullah Kabi, thank you so much. It is Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Coming up next, we are going to be hearing the story of the UAE's first painter, first professional painter. He is a giant of Arab art. He is Abdul Qadir Al-Rayis. That's coming up next on Life Beats with me, Sally Musa on Pulse95. You're listening to... Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Keeping it local. All day, every day.